0: and then you have to you have to answer your own question is is it okay and then after the choice that you make like are you going to be okay with that choice you know and typically what i see happen even with my clients for sure is when they make the choice that serves them that honors their body that fuels their body and that is you know the choice that gets them closer to their goal they're very much empowered there's an empowering feeling that comes with that and it makes them want to continue to do that and it it just makes them realize like I I can do this.
1: Welcome to your personal leadership accelerator. This is the unbusy leader podcast with your host and leadership coach, James Mayhew. I think if you've heard me talk before, you've probably heard me say that the best leaders activate the talent, passion, and skill of everyone around them. And so when you want your team to perform at their best, it's going to be to your advantage to create an environment that fuels them properly. And that's why I'm really excited and honored to have Jill Bogard join the podcast today. And Jill is a faith-based health coach, and I'm really looking forward to hearing how she helps her clients maximize their wellness. So Jill, I I can't wait to hear your philosophy and some of your experiences with us today. So welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me um, today. I am excited to um, share with you what Team Recharge is all about, which is the name of my business. And I just simply like to encourage people to eat for their lifestyle and to honor what I like to call their original design. Um, God has designed us uniquely on purpose. And um, it's important that we work with the gifts and talents that God gave us and avoid comparison, which is something that I've struggled with in the past very much so. And so just helping people understand that their body is unique to them and it functions in a way that helps them um you know they need fuel and they need movement, um, but maybe not the same as the person next to them. So we just dive into what is unique to that person and how can we best help you succeed at what your goals are specifically. And
1: you and I have known each other now for maybe a couple of years, and we met through a networking group. And um, even months ago, just talked about like we we should collaborate sometime because there's a really cool overlap, and we're going to get into some of that stuff today. So before we do get too far into this. I just want to let our listeners know that you and I are putting together a webinar and this will be the first time we've done one together. And so we're calling it Healthy People, Healthy Workplace. And that's going to be on Wednesday, September 23rd from 1130 a.m. to 1230 Central Time. So save that date. Get it on your calendars. You're not going to want to miss this. Uh, You and I have had some what I would consider... um, Really exciting to me, conversations via Zoom. Prepping for this, and uh, anyway, I just I, I think the content is going to be so important because you and I are both about performance, and so uh, anyway, I'm going to mention um, how to get there now, but um, also the registration page will be in the show notes. So here it is. If if you want to write it down or you can click on it later, it's pages dot purpose driven teams. Dot com And that'll get you to the webpage so you can register for that free webinar. And so who is it for? Well, it's for anyone who wants to learn more about the connection between wellness and performance. So that's anybody from business owners and executives, really any individual who's looking to improve their earning potential, their bottom line, uh, just improve their life, improve how they feel, their confidence, all of these things and like, I can't wait to talk more about this. So whether you're working from home or back at the office, this is going to work for you. So, all right. Well, Jill, what you and I each do, we're really passionate about. So I'm just going to let you kind of tell us what, 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 what makes you so passionate about being a faith-based health coach?
0: Yeah. So I've had quite a journey in the fitness industry. Uh, I worked in a gym for 18 years And thought that being in that environment was just gonna automatically make me healthy or make me wanna be healthy or just make it easier, quote unquote. (laughs) And um, it, you know, it was one of those things where I really had to search deep into my heart and what I really wanted. I did struggle with comparison, I did struggle with my weight, I did struggle with um, just wanting to be a part of something. And I allowed my physical appearance to get in the way of certain things. And um, I think I just struck, it, I just hit a point where in my life where I knew that enough was enough and I needed to start focusing on things in a different way. And just knowing and understanding that, um, like I said earlier, you know, like our health, we are unique and we're individual and God created us all different on purpose. And so to try to be like somebody else just doesn't, fall in line with where we're supposed to be. And so, um, you know, it's, it's funny too, because I like to resort back to, I honestly like watching Biggest Loser is one of the turning points in my life because so many people on that show have an emotional tie to why they're where they are in their wellness, whether they're, um, you know, very overweight and they used to be athletic in the past or where they've never really been someone who's been involved in, in fitness at all. Um, we, our journeys are all different. And so, um, I would get really emotional watching that show and hearing the stories of the people that, um, were, you know, struggling with, with who they were and where they were. And I realized like, it's not about, um, It's not really about fitness and and eating and moving. It's about what's going on on the inside. And it's the emotions on why we make the choices that we make. And so I encourage my clients very often to really journal about what it is that they're feeling during the day when they eat. You know, did they skip a meal and they're starving and it's time to eat? Or is did they just have an argument with a coworker or a family member and they are seeking comfort from somewhere. And so it's just diving into those emotions and figuring out a different path for comfort and a different way to um, get through what it is they're getting through. So, um, and I'm, I'm one of those people that, um, you know, fell fell for those types of comforts you know and when i wanted to be somebody i wasn't and um where i would hide and and um and go for um places to feel better um so yeah so it just really got me into thinking like I don't like how I feel. I want to be different. It's time for change, and I don't want anyone else to feel this way either. And knowing that there's people out there that are struggling with who they are and where they want to go and where they want to be in their health, like I want to be a, a stopping point to um, the negative self talk and the the negative emotions and how we can turn it into something positive and how we can utilize um, our eating well and our movement to bring us joy mm-hmm. and not um, bring us frustration. And so just, um, you know, diving into, you know, what, what is it that we seek? What is our vision for our health? Um, what make, what, what brings a smile to our face? Like what brings us joy? And then following that and not looking at the ways of the world. Um, and not like conforming to the patterns. If we want to talk about Romans um 12:2 yeah. because that's one of my favorite verses, but it just allows us to become who we were created to be. And a lot of times we need accountability. We can't do it on our own and we just need somebody to check in with. And so um that is where I feel like I can be beneficial to people who are struggling is because it's just, it's kind of that middleman of that positive reinforcement, that encouragement, um, and the reminder that you are who you are on purpose and to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. It's
1: coaching. It's straight Mm -hmm. up coaching. Everything you just said, that's, that's awesome. I mean, and that to me is, is when I look at what I do to help my clients, you know, I'm, I'm working in the business world and primarily. So I do I do touch in the the nonprofit world and, and church as well. But everything that you're talking about is very fascinating to me because what my clients want is to get an edge and they want to be high performers. They want to have great people that work for them. And oftentimes what I see and what where, where I get really passionate about is Um, we put people into positions, but we don't necessarily set them up for success. And I work uh, a lot with fast growing companies. And so when a a company is growing quickly and they're scaling up and they're successful, the first thing that we start doing is we put people that have been with us and proven how great they can be into leadership roles. uh, But we never really give them tools and training to like set them up. For good. Like they're great at what they do, but that doesn't necessarily translate into being a great manager or coach or leader. And so you said a couple of things that, that struck some memories for me. And so, um, going back a number of years, we, I worked for a, uh, a small, but very fast growing business. We were in rural Iowa. There wasn't a lot of perks around, right? We didn't have a, we it wasn't like we were sitting in, um, Cedar Rapids, where we could just go to multiple places to get a meal. Um, we had a very small break room. Uh, <laughs> and so people were driving several minutes away to go get food at convenience stores. If we did something in-house, we were bringing in pizza. Uh, so we started actually focusing on wellness as a perk and a benefit. As Before we even really started to pay attention to our culture, we actually brought that in. We, we weren't using the word culture. We were just like as a perk and benefit, like let's have a walking program and people would get out and we'd have walking meetings. There's an interesting thing that happens when you, when you get outside and you're doing like a a walk outside, I'll bet you've seen this. Uh, suddenly your brain is, it, like there's a different atmosphere, maybe it's a beautiful day out and you're walking and the conversation, like your brain starts to think differently. I've always referred to those as, as for me personally, I call them lawnmower conversations, right? That's when my brain starts to think clearer because I'm occupied. Like the, uh, the creative side of my brain is free. And so, um, we would have these walking meetings and, The the conversations that we would have and some of these ideas and breakthroughs, uh, just very honest and open. And it's things that we never saw happen when we were sitting in an office. And I learned so much from that. And I've never shared that with you until Mm -hmm. right now. But I think that that is at um, such a such an important element to it. So I've seen this. I just don't necessarily know how to bring it in. And that's what we're gonna talk about on that webinar at a deeper level. So you, you talked a little bit about your story. Is there, is there anything more that you wanted to um, to dive into? Like, uh, how long have you been doing this, Jill? T- like, tell us that.
0: Yeah, so uh, I would say that my my journey officially began probably about 10 years ago or so, where I really, that's when I really, started to work on me from the inside out because I think that that's, that's where, that's the best place to start is what's going on on the inside because if you can't fix what's going on on the inside with your emotions, And um, how you feel about who you are, you can't work on the outside either. And as you start to fuel your body, um, because that is really what food is, it's fuel. And how can we eat to honor our body and to Mm -hmm. make it function the way it's supposed to, um, as opposed to, you know, like um, abusive ways of eating, you know, like just things that are not as healthy. Um, And so once I learned that I was fueling my body for the day, it changed the way I thought about who I was and why I was eating and and the things I was eating and um it wasn't that I was depriving myself of oh I can't have pizza or ice cream because I I'm trying to do this like that's not what it is like we um we need to eat intuitively and what that is is just honoring your body um knowing when you're hungry and when you're full and you should stop and um and then just moving your body because we were designed to move as well. And I struggled with that for a while. But when I realized like who God created me to be, and that I was um, not serving myself or others in that capacity, mm-hmm. you know, we when we are more in tune with who we are, we can love and serve others better. And I was starting to see that too, and how the joy that I was feeling on the inside was coming out on the outside. And then I was having more joyful times with other people too.
1: Let me, let me chime in on something. Cause I think you, you just inspired a thought. And and I think what you said is so like important. I hope our le- listeners caught it is that when you're taking care of yourself, it helps you serve others better. I love the, just the approach from being a faith-based coach being, a, whether that's in, in your world or in my world um, uh, when you serve others, there's nothing better. There's nothing more fulfilling. And I have a friend Mark and I hope he listens to this, but he likes to say the best investment you'll ever make is in another person. And that's what leadership is all about. That's why I get really passionate when I'm working with, uh, up and coming leaders or seasoned leaders. And we're talking about how to, how to create lasting and positive impact for them. So the word that came to mind as you were talking about that Jill is approachable. Um, awareness. These are three, there's three A's I talk a lot about. So it's, it's having awareness, being available and being approachable. The, the third one that you really hit on there was being approachable because when you feel better and you have that greater confidence, it, it shows and people notice it. And I believe it inspires greater confidence. It inspires people to want to come to you, to um, share information with you, because when you feel better, you carry yourself different. When you're more energetic, you, you know, people just notice it. Um, if you're coming in and, and you're kind of dragging tail every day when you come in there and it's like, man, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't want to approach that person. Okay. You can see the burden on them. You can see that they're tired. You can see that they didn't sleep well, um, stress. And that is a really ugly spiral to get stuck in. And so, So when you fuel yourself like that, that's really, really interesting to me because it doesn't just impact you, it impacts the people around you.
0: I love that. And I also love that word awareness because if we're not really necessarily aware of what we're doing, we can't do something different. We're going to keep doing it. It's just like habits. You get stuck in where you are and you keep doing the same thing over and over. And you're not sure how to get unstuck from that. But once you create awareness and you see what you're doing, it's almost like, you know, you're looking from the outside in at yourself. Like, oh my gosh, this is, these are the things that I've been doing. And now what can I do differently to, to shift my focus, to, to go down a different path? And to um, just keep myself aware of what what's going on, what are my feelings at that particular time, and what is the food choices that I have in front of me. I talk a lot about um, even planning ahead. You know, it's really important that if you plan ahead in your day and what you're doing, um, you are more you're ready to take on any kind of impact that comes in your day. If you didn't know you were going to have a noon meeting and you knew. You, you you had lunch prepared, um, but you got stuck in a meeting, like maybe you have a healthy snack to get you through your meeting until you can have your healthy lunch. So it's, yes, awareness and and creating um, new habits that get you set up for success by planning ahead in what's going on in your day.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I think then that brings up the word just preparedness, like is I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to, um, reveal something. I'm working in another nonprofit right now and we are, um, creating a campaign around five seconds. Okay. Five seconds is the difference in a decision, right? Five seconds. Should I stop at the convenience store? Cause I really would love that Snickers bar or that 32 ounce big golf, whatever it is. Uh, how, how does that derail the work that I've done this week? How does that derail, um, not only like from a like a calorie intake or that kind of thing, but like a mindset, it, it's that, it's that, uh, compromise, that discipline that we lose sight of. And so having that preparedness is, um, I, I'm going to tell you what, I think I have a strong will, but man, t- you know, yeah. we all have our weaknesses, right? Yeah.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah. And along that same line of just that five seconds, like if you can just give yourself that and stop and ask yourself, and we've talked about this before. And if I have any clients that are listening, they're probably going to laugh, but, um, you know, you just ask yourself a simple question is the choice I'm about to make going to get me closer to where I want to be or further away from where I want to be. And then you have to, you have to answer your own question is, is it okay? And then after the choice that you make, like, are you going to be okay with that choice? You know, and Typically what I see happen even with my clients for sure is when they make the choice that serves them, that honors their body, that fuels their body, and that is, you know, the choice that gets them closer to their goal, they're very much empowered. There's an empowering feeling that comes with that and it makes them want to continue to do that and it, it just makes them realize like, I I can do this. Like it's hard. It's never easy, but I can do hard things. I just made this choice to choose the better way, and um, that's you know, like it's like I said, it's just empowering.
1: No, I th- you're bringing up a really really great point. I, I I love that because that translates over into leadership as well. So now let's take it back to if I'm taking care of myself and I'm leading my team, um. I'm going to give them empowerment too. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that feels contagious. What you're doing on one side that feels almost selfish for you is actually a very selfless thing to do. And, and that makes you, when you're a better leader, that means that you're pouring into people in a different way. Uh, again, we'll come back to. You're more approachable. You're more aware. You make yourself more available, and it's not just so people can walk through your door into your office, but you're actually leaving your office or your workstation or your wherever it is. It doesn't matter if you're in manufacturing or in a tech industry or whatever it is. You're actually getting out from behind where you are, going to them, and and you're just engaging people because now you've got a little bit more of spring in your step. That is so tough to do when you're not fueling your body properly or that stress. Uh, worry and some of these other things that come in that cause you to eat poorly cause you to sleep poorly you don't have that energy and suddenly you cannot create that high performing culture that my clients want that I help them get to if that's absent it's it's next to impossible for that to happen so let's let's talk about this because um, I think this is a really good segue one of the excuses that you and I both run into we we probably hear quite a few, but the number one, it seems to me, uh, is somewhere around busyness. And it might sound like, I'm just so busy. It might sound like, I don't have time. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, so how does being overly busy, from your perspective, Jill, how does that impact that person's performance?
0: Well, when I hear the word busyness... The first thing that comes to my mind is priorities. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. We all get seven days in a week. We all get 365 days a year. But what are what is important to you? And what do we need to clear from our schedule that isn't serving us to have something else move in that does serve us, that leads us to where we truly want to be like, Who we want to be when, when people think of, when, when people think of the name Jill Bogard, like, what do I want them to think of when they hear my name or say my name or see me? And, um, am I doing things in my day that helps me be that person? Or am I just passing the time and doing things that need to get done that really aren't important or aren't serving me in that capacity? And so, um, I think that busyness can also be an ex- like it's an excuse Sure it is. because we choose, we want to do what's easy. It's mm-hmm. hard to do hard. You know, why would I do hard on purpose? You yeah. know, but it's worth it in the long run if you can get yourself on that. And it's a mental thing too. That's probably another whole, another podcast episode we could do on yeah. the mentality <laughs> of it and stuff. But, but really it's just, um, getting your priorities set and they might change for every day. But your busyness changes every day too. what you put in your schedule and what what curveballs are thrown at you and that type of thing. But if you are in line with your priorities, even curveballs can't take you away from what it is you ultimately want to accomplish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just it comes back to um, being prepared, thinking ahead. I don't think people intend to, to cut corners. I don't think people wake up and want to be lazy. Not the people that you and I work with. Right except it's really easy to fall into those patterns. And I'm as guilty of it as anybody. Um, I, I just remember even yesterday, right? Um, so I did a training on today's uh, Thursday. On Tuesday, I did a training or today's Friday. Today's Friday. Today's <laughs> Friday. Like, I don't even know. But I did a I did a really great, and it was actually Wednesday. So, you know, I got my days right. I did a training and um, I hate confessing this to you. Like, I'm, I'm almost embarrassed now because what we're sitting here talking about, I went and bought plain M and M's, like those little snack packs, right? And so, uh, I was working with a group of uh, what I would consider to be emerging leaders in a high volume retail establishment. So I'm I'm been contracted with them for a while, and it's been incredibly fun. We were talking about how to make their values come to life, how they can give feedback around that, things like that. And so here's the part I'm embarrassed to tell you: Oh, you know, I bought those M and M's. And when they got one of their questions, right, I rewarded them with candy. Now that I have those M&Ms in my cabinet at home that, uh, I don't know, ten thirty AM hits. I'm like, I'm kind of hungry and I had breakfast, so I just need a little pick me up. And so I eat eight or nine of the M&Ms that come in those little packs and I feel pretty good, but I know that That's not a smart decision, you know? So I struggle with this. I think our listeners do, they struggle with it because again, nobody gets up in the morning wanting to sabotage their fitness, their health, their performance. They don't want to be lazy, but it's, it's just easy. And we Mm -hmm. all have like, for some people it's chips for some people it's that soda
0: but I think too, that's where you go back to, um, asking your question, like, is what I'm about to do going to get me closer to or further away from mm-hmm. where I want to be? Mm-hmm. And you can answer those, but there are, there is a time and a place for M&Ms, you know? I mean, I like a good, I have a sweet tooth for sure, you know? And so I struggle with sweets. Um, but I also think that it's what we do after we eat them. And when I say what we do, I should rephrase that to like what we say to ourselves in our mind and inside, like, um, are you going to beat yourself up for eating those M&Ms or are you going to own up to the fact that you just splurged and it was fun and you're going to move on and your next choice is not is going to be different? Hmm. You know, so I think you, um, you know, you, it's the, going back to awareness, you know, like, you know, cause there is like, there's a time and a place birthdays happen. Let's have birthday cake. Let's celebrate with our family and let's have fun. But you don't have to eat three pieces of cake and you don't have to eat it cake to, like, you don't have to be the one that finishes it. If there's leftovers, you can move on because your goals are different. What serves you is different than continuing in that pattern. So um, yeah, it's just what you do with, with it after also.
1: Well, yeah. Like I, I really like that. It, it's, you know, for me, I'm just sitting here as you were saying that, trying to think about did I have that? I think I kind of felt like it was a reward, you know, cause it's not like I'm eating the whole thing, which I have the ability <laughs> easily to do, Ditto. but it was like, you know, here's a little one. And, and it's like, okay. And, and maybe, maybe in a bad way, I might justify it. But also, um,
0: um,
1: uh, I am getting back on a little bit better of a fitness routine. You know, one of the things that, that I notice in workplaces, um, busyness causes a tremendous amount of baggage. And I'm not sure if busyness originates at home or originates at work, or just it's like it's become a normal part of our culture. You walk up to somebody on a Monday, how was your weekend? Oh, we were so busy. We ran the kids here. We did this, we had that. And if you talk to him on Thursday, Oh, it's been such a busy week. You know, it's, it's like, we wear this badge of honor around our busyness. Now what I see in workplaces is this, um, it tends to, it tends to create, Stress. I mean, obviously, because you're going in a hurried pace. The more busy and the more hurried you are, the more mistakes you create. When you have mistakes, that creates lower profits. It creates frustration. People will get annoyed. Somebody feels like they're cleaning up for it when somebody else made it. And so we get into a blame game. Like there's all sorts of things that busyness does that erodes a great culture. And it's, it's easy to do. The choices then that people make out of that, and you referred to it early in this podcast was, um, am I eating because I'm stressed? So I open my drawer and there's that bag of M&Ms. There's that bag of chips. Uh, I walk in and and I go get the soda or whatever because it's comforting, right? And we've been stressed. Uh, On the way home, let's say you, you work 35, 45 minutes late. You've got somewhere you have to be that evening instead of getting the family a good, healthy meal at home. You go through the drive-thru and you bring home fast food and people eat that fast food quickly. Maybe you have to eat it in the car as you're taking little Johnny and little Susie on to their next things. Little Johnny and little Susie are starting to see those habits. Not only are they seeing the habits of the eating, but they're seeing the busyness. And I, I truly believe that we're passing busyness on to our children uh to other youth. Um, I think it's gonna be a generational thing. And that concerns me, honestly, because the impact of that is is that we're going to bed later, or maybe we're eating later, pounds stick on. Oh my gosh, now I'm starting to feel guilty about that. My weight's out of control. I'm so busy at work. I don't have time to work out. But this impacts performance at the business level in a massive, massive way because all the things that we've been talking about leading up to this, which is we're not at our best. When there's no white space in our calendar, we're not at our best. When um, I'm making, I'm cutting those corners. I'm skipping a lunch. I'm skipping a meal of, of any type at, at any part of the day, and uh, that means that when you come into my office or we have a one on one meeting, or I'm out on the production floor and I'm dragging. I'm not hitting the numbers today. That that becomes a bigger issue at that point, and so. For, for what you and I are working on together here is, is to make this connection between performance, between the fuel in our body, and how, how just impactful it is to a culture. And so if you are committed to creating a great culture and you've hired somebody like me as a business coach to come in and define your culture, your values, to coach you around that, and yet part of your culture just doesn't recognize the importance of healthy people, And we're we're, like, health is a big word. Like there's a lot of dimensions of health, right? Financial, Mm -hmm. spiritual, relational, et cetera. But we're just focused on like uh, nutrition and fitness Mm -hmm. and missing that. You're leaving so much on the table, aren't you?
0: Mm -hmm, For sure. I know you um, had mentioned in our busyness, like, does it come from our work? Does it come from home? And honestly, like if I really had to think about it, I think it comes from within, Mm, Several mm. of us have like a need for maybe perfection or finding, like, I don't want to say to be impressive, but like, how much can we tell everybody we got done in a day? Type of comparison thing. thing, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, like, if you're skipping out on good food, good nutrition, and like a good lunch, whether you're skipping lunch or you're eating, a large sandwich with a lot of bread that's going to make you fatigued in an hour and a half, you know, how can you be quote unquote perfect at what you do? Where is your performance level at in the afternoon? If you're not fueling your body to serve you, you know, you, what you put in your body for breakfast, if it's just coffee, you're not going to have the best morning meeting that you would, if you would have given yourself some protein or some good fruits and vegetables that fuel your body, fuel your mind and fuel like your ability to just, let people know who you are in, in that work, in that meeting, you know? Um, or even if you're someone who's like a numbers cruncher and you're in front of a computer all day long, think of the fatigue you feel when you eat something that is not as healthy for you as, as you would maybe feel if you ate something that, you know, for fuel. So I think getting our minds focused on how is this particular food or meal gonna fuel my body for what I need to do so that in my busyness I can perform mm-hmm. the way I need to perform. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and there's good, busy and bad, busy. I always say that good, busy is, is you're focused and you know what, you know, you're excited about the day and you, you know, you look at a full plate and you're, you're like, okay, I'm in about 90% capacity or maybe you're at 110 and you're okay with that. Bad, busy is the, is the one where you're overwhelmed and it's the one that causes the stress and the anxiety. Um, the just that constant uh wait. That's not a good busy. Jill, I think what I would like to do is um as we kind of close up this this episode here, let's talk to about what people can expect on this webinar? Why, why would they want to invest time further into learning more about this?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, just things that we've touched on briefly today, you know, busyness in the workplace and, and how does being overly busy affect our eating and our fitness and our sleep habits and, and how skipping meals and things can lower our performance. But if we talk about like, if you, if you were to really think about what happens when you skip a meal, um, it might seem like it's the thing to do at the time. But if you really like dive into how you feel a little bit later after skipping that meal, like, it, I mean, if you're like me, you can get that hangry feeling going or you're irritable and you, your true self doesn't come out. To people in conversation, when you're when you're hungry, when you're thinking about um, what you would rather be doing instead of being where you are, you know how how much longer is this meeting going to be? I'm hungry, type of a thing, you know. And so, just diving into more along the lines of like, how does that affect our relationships in the workplace? How does that affect our relationships in our family, and how we can better serve ourselves and others when we take a better look at our wellness?
1: There's another thing that you and I are working on that I'm pretty excited about, uh, that we're going to create a special offer for people that are attending this. So again, here's the way that you can register for that. You're going to go to pages.purposedriventeams.com. It'll take you right to one page webinar. All you need to do is put in your first name, your last name and your email address. And from there you will get um, an email with a link to that and this is on September 23rd. That's a Wednesday, 1130 AM to, uh, 1230. And we'll have about a 45 to 50 minute webinar and keep it open for some questions, Q and a at that time. So it's a, it's a zoom webinar. So that means you'll be able to interact and we'll be able to take uh, I'm sorry, questions and, and see comments, things like that. So yeah, looking forward to it, Jill. Thank you so much. This has been awesome to talk with you. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing, seeing you on the webinar.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Thanks for having me today.
1: All right. Well, this wraps up our episode and we look forward to catching you next time. So that webinar is happening on Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020 at 1130 AM central time. The best way to get registered is to go to this website, pages.purposedriventeams.com. Once again, that's pages.purposedriventeams.com check out a direct link in the show notes for easy registration and we will see you there.